My darling girl, when are you going to understand that being normal is not necessarily a virtue? I'd rather denote a lack of courage. You've just entered the cool friend hour. Hey everybody! Do you like midnight margaritas and getting caught in the rain? Do you throw spilled salt over your shoulder and plant rosemary by your garden gate? Well then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Ghoul Friend Hour. I'm your host Morgan Feza. Let's get weird. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Ghoul Friend Hour. I'm your host, Morgan Feza, and today we have some awesome guests on the show that are near and dear to me. I have my mother-in-law, Dawn, and my father-in-law, Mike. Um, Basically, when I came into this family, just a little backstory, um, just knew it was a perfect fit, and I think one of the first green flags uh, was that my mother-in-law was a Halloween junkie, just like me, Um, if not even more so, um, decorates, you know, does the whole nine yards, Um, loves scary movies, and we're actually going to be watching Nefarious tonight, so I'm really excited about that, Um, and it's actually storming here, so it's going to get really spooky and weird in about a couple minutes. Um, so I'm going to pass the mic to my mother-in-law to kind of just introduce herself, um, and then we'll kind of just get right into it and talk about her experiences in her, what we think haunt is a haunted house, um, just experiences that she's had. And then my father-in-law, who is the yin to her yang, is the polar opposite very skeptical, just is not a believer. Um, And it is my life goal. I just want to say this here for everybody listening. It's my life goal to make him a believer. So I'm hoping that tonight on the podcast, some of the things that we're going to talk about, um, maybe hopefully we'll start to kind of change his mind a little bit. So I'm going to pass this over to my mother-in-law and then we'll dive into it. Hi, I'm Dawn and I'm Morgan's mother-in-law. AKA Matt's mom. Matt's mom, yes. (laughs) Um, So what was your first kind of spooky experience like? Was it a movie? Was it Halloween traditions that your family did? Like, how did you get into it? Uh, I don't even really know. My parents went into it. It was just something I always liked. I like Halloween. I like fall. I like spooky stuff. You know, watch the movies. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Nobody really got me into it. I think I just did. Okay. And I know you said like um one of the first movies that you ever watched was Halloween. the original Halloween. Halloween. What was it Always like my favorite? <laughs> yeah. So when you saw that, like what what was your, were you scared when you watched it or were you more like this is awesome? Like Yeah, I was scared. I was scared. But yeah, I thought it was awesome too. I mean, I I've seen it a million times and I'll watch it over and over again. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> And the wise words of Beetlejuice, it keeps getting better keeps getting every better. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to get into like some of your experiences that you've had in your house. Um, I, I, I know you were saying you thought it was haunted. I don't know if it's haunted. I mean, we were the only people to ever live in the house, but just like you, I felt stuff. I felt stuff. I felt what I thought somebody was touching my shoulder at one point. And I thought someone was in the room with me, turned around, no one was in the room and went out to get them and no one was there. So that was kind of strange, but I've always kind of felt too that that hallway that you talk about when it's dark, you almost kind of feel like there's something there, but it could always also be in my mind. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the question. If you say it, you think it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing with the supernatural is you never really truly know if it's real or if maybe your mind's playing tricks on you. But I definitely feel like there was a night where me and Matt were sleeping in that room um, and I slept up against the wall and Matt always took the right side. So in the middle of the night, I wanted to get up and go to the bathroom, but I didn't like 
I was by the wall. So I didn't want to like disturb him. So I kind of sat up and was like trying to just plan my like how I'm going to get out of bed. And when I looked up, it looked like there was a woman literally just standing in that closet there with like the curtain type mm-hmm. thing. But before I think I had like sliding doors and Matt always would leave it like cracked open, but it was like very distinctly like a person. And I was like, I've been very good about this, like distinguishing between what's like supernatural and like what's like a person and I felt like one of those people that like sees their laundry basket in like the middle of the night and you're like oh my gosh is that a person or is it a well one of the other things is and I'm not the only person that has said it that mirror that's in the hallway by the front door in the foyer yeah the mirror on the wall yeah if I'm sitting in the family room at the far end and watching tv I can't tell you how many times I've thought I've had a glimpse of something. It looked like it was passing by. Uh-huh. Like that a mean, shadow. Something. There was something moving. I, I And then I, you look at the mirror and you're like, no, I don't see anything. But anytime me and Matt have like slept in the living room, I do not make eye contact with the mirror. Like if I have to get up and it's walk. It's like I'm not, I'm not looking at the mirror. I'm watching TV. But from the corner of my eye, I can see something. Yeah. And I look and nothing. I feel like the L well it's kind of like a little j like it's like goes like this goes down and like comes down the hallway like I feel like that nook right there is like very active like we had this discussion the other night I was talking to him about that and he goes how can that be we're the only ones ever lived here and he said I I know but they say the land I don't know honestly it could be the land um I mean there's many things I can kind of bring something or you know and I don't know like I don't know if you want to kind of talk to them a little bit about the like amateur EVP session (laughs) the ghost hunter-esque EVP session that you had well that was we had a storm the one night and we were just playing around with the phone you know with the boys and we picked up what sounded like something and and Mr. Non-Believer over there he's sitting (laughs) in the next room the house is pitch black we have nothing but candles on because we have no power. And we decide to play around with the phone to see if we can pick anything up. And we heard something. I, I don't know what it was. It didn't sound really good. Well, it was what, almost like, like a, a, a low growl. Uh... It was kind of creepy. And and he was sitting in the other room. Mike was sitting in the other room and he sat up and said, What was that? He heard it. So then he came in, he's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that was, but it, it was creepy. We, it, we, it was creepy. Whatever it was, we picked something up and then we stopped. EVP has always been a, it's been a scary thing. Like, I feel like EVP, because you never know until you start to listen back. But it was on a it. cell phone. So it wasn't like we had equipment or anything like yeah. that. We were just trying to record with the cell phone, but. But it doesn't take much for, like, from what I've heard, spirits to manipulate, manipulate sound waves. And because it's all electric energy, like it's all energy. So, you know, people have recorded. I mean, think about when they used to do ghost hunts, like, what? early 90s and things like that they used to use just those silver those good old silver box recorders mm-hmm. um and we catch crazy stuff so I mean like it doesn't surprise me um but just kind of figuring out like what is it that is what I would be interested in yeah well I, I don't know what it was because we stopped and we did it again I mean it started out we heard a, a small noise and then it got louder uh. <laughs> it was like one little noise and then almost like I don't know how to describe it well not a growl but somewhat of, of it, it was it was strange I don't know how to explain it okay. but we all heard it including him who doesn't believe yeah <laughs> him whose name we won't mention <laughs> he doesn't believe <laughs> so he yeah and he, we kept playing it over and over again I honestly I wish we still had it but it was on an old cell phone and we, we lost it some of our funniest moments with Mike um and the one story I love to tell is when um when like Mike Danielle and Matt all lived together and they had the apartment um the remember the ice maker used to make that weird yes that weird sound we were all sitting on the couch it sounded and, like a door creaking yeah, yeah. well 
I remember it was like me, you and Mike sitting on the couch. We were watching, I think a scary movie. And he was like, you guys scared the shit out of yourselves and blah, 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 blah. And he was giving us so much crap. And then all of a sudden you heard the ice maker go off and it creaked. He sat straight up and he was like, what was that? <laughs> and he got so like jolted and we both couldn't stop laughing. So we're like, okay, like you're so skeptical. But the minute you hear yeah. something, he's like, what? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and I've told, I mean, I told him about the time I felt someone touch my shoulder. It almost felt like, you know, if somebody was behind you and they picked up your t-shirt, like, like, yeah, on your shoulder, like someone was touching you from behind. And I turned around, there was literally felt it. No one was there. No one was there. And I stuck my head out in the hallway because I was folding laundry and I stuck my head out in the hallway to see if one of the kids were out there. No one was there. So I went outside and I said, did somebody just come in here? They're like no we're outside no no one came in I, I don't know what it was but I felt it it could have been anything but I, I do believe in that kind of stuff oh my goodness I have the odds today's guys I am a mess um so one of the other um kind of like supernatural experiences I wanted to talk about was your not sure if this was a dream or real life, but you were having like reoccurrences mm-hmm. for like, you said a week. I have trouble sleeping. So yeah. like I thought it might've been because I, I, the first time it happened, I thought it was because I had taken something to help me sleep, but it really wasn't working. It was almost just like I was semi asleep and I felt something really strange it felt like something was coming up under the covers, like the sheets. You said like a snake. It, it's what it felt like. It felt like something was at my feet. So I thought it was the dog. Ugh. It wasn't the dog. And then I couldn't move. I felt like someone was, I felt like the bed pressed down, but I couldn't move. And then the bed kind of felt like it was shaking. And I got up off the bed after I could finally get myself to move because I was frozen. I couldn't move. And I walked down the hallway. He had fallen asleep on the couch out in the family room. So I was trying to wake him up because I was afraid. I wanted him to come in the room and lay down. But then I thought to myself, oh, that was so stupid. It's probably just a dream. What am I thinking? You know, I'm not a child. Like I shouldn't be afraid of it. I went back to bed. But for like weeks after that, it kept happening. Not that particular thing kept happening, but I felt some strange things happening and I don't know if it was just my mind playing tricks with me but I couldn't sleep unless he was in the room with me I felt uncomfortable I felt like the one night I felt like I had the window open there was a breeze and it almost felt like something sat on my pillow behind my head all these strange things and I'm like it got to the point I is it my mind because now my mind I'm thinking about it you know is it going to be one of these constant things I was afraid to go to sleep because every night something would happen but whatever it was it went away it went away it hasn't happened um until recently until recently when again I took something to help me sleep so that's why I started thinking to myself is it that or is it but I also like pose the question of, is it's it, weird, is it that or is it because you're in a vulnerable state? Maybe because whatever it is that happens, I can remember it completely like it was yeah. yesterday. Because I almost feel like. I don't forget it. I haven't forgotten it. it. It's, it feels like it happens. I feel like just kind of very similar to how they say children are very like non-objective and that's why they can see things because there's really no fear. There's no. Um, you're gonna make me oh my god I can't stop yawning um <laughs> you know they're they just they can see things because their minds are so open and I think that anytime that you take like a sleep medication or something that makes you drowsy that state of drowsiness is like an in-between and I feel like you're kind of teetering on like lucid and not mm-hmm. and so I feel like that would very much make you vulnerable and I mean like you think about stories um around the world like tribes and cultures that will take hallucinogenics they'll take certain um I can't think whatever it was though too didn't make me feel good you know what I mean like it made me afraid yeah so I kept the and I I believe in spirits and all that stuff and I believe you know there is something after you pass away and that there's energy and there's you know I would like to believe that. Yeah. But 
it wasn't any kind of spirit or anything that made me feel good. It was well, kind of scary. So there's um kind of like what I was saying though is that a lot of these places they will take these meds because it puts them in that state where they are vulnerable and they can see things that they may not normally see when your mind is full of anxiety or worry or so for like the things that you're describing how you're saying it didn't make you feel good and like the things that you've seen and you know have experienced in your home I mean to me like I know like what I felt and I'm very sensitive to stuff like that so like I from like the get-go I picked up on something I just kind of stayed quiet about it so I'm like I'm not gonna freak anybody out in their house so you shouldn't be afraid because it's your home but like definitely felt something there for sure um the one story kind of jumping around a little bit that you told that I always thought like it always gave me chills when you told it which by the way kind of like I'm like ADD right now um I wish you guys could see the storm going on outside because it is like wild. There's so much lightning and the thunder's rolling in. And I'm like, this would be such a good like background music to this podcast. <laughs> it's very spooky. <laughs> it is. Um, I wanted to kind of jump into, um, I love the the church story that you tell um, about after the, was it Sandy Hook? During Christmas time, the chapel that you have that was your grandmother's? Oh, yeah. Well, the, the boys were there for that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an old, um, it's almost like, yeah, it's, it's shaped like, um, a church steeple, like the doors open, you wind it up and the doors open. It was my grandmother's. So it's really old. Um, but when you wind it up, it opens up and Mary and Jesus are in there and it plays silent night. I think that's what it is. Silent, silent night. night. And it's so old, it doesn't really, you can wind it up and it'll work for a couple seconds and then it stops. But it started happening randomly. Like I, I usually just sit it on my kitchen mm-hmm. in the hutch in the corner when I put out my Christmas stuff and it just seems to go off randomly. When you're just sitting there eating dinner, yeah, the doors will start opening and it'll start playing music and then it stops. Or you'll be sitting there watching TV and that happens, but it could be a mechanical thing. I don't know. You have to tell the whole story. You have to tell the story of like what you guys were doing because you guys were watching. I thought it was the Sandy Hook shooting. Because it was right before Christmas. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember that. Maybe the, because I remember Matt was telling the story and he said that you guys were sitting in the living room and you were all feeling like really upset because it was one of these like with the children like you know the shooting with the children and then um it got really quiet and then Matt was saying that all you could hear was the silent night start playing from the church in the kitchen yeah yeah I mean like I vaguely remember that but I just know that it's happened multiple times yeah I mean different times and you know in in my head I just take it as though it's my grandmother yeah I think that's a more comforting experience that's why I always love that story like when I heard it because I was just like that's definitely like from a loved one you know like the the whole thing with with spirits and loved ones it's like you know they say they come to you in your sleep Mm -hmm. in your dreams there's certain loved ones that I've had dreams about and there's others that I haven't and I always wonder why but I had one that was two that that was really vivid but the one I told you about Kathy that one was pretty vivid to the point where when I woke up from the dream it felt like I her hand was still in my hand yeah and and it never happened again never had another dream after that was it there's a lot of people that I mean I'm a firm believer that spirits come to you when they know that you're ready for it and like I think that like everyone who has lost a loved one at some point has like that kind of like final just closure dream so that they can let you know that they are where they're supposed to be and that they're okay. Um, And every time you tell the story about Kathy, I'm like, that's a hundred percent, I think her way of closure. That was the one and only time I had one about my father, one about her, one about my grandfather, but never my grandmother. I feel like sometimes, like, I mean, I, I think I've only had one about my grandmother, 
I haven't had one about my grandfather yet. That one, like, I thought that would have been sooner than my grandma. So did I. Like yeah. with me, I thought too, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, so just like, I mean, if you had to guess on anything that could be in your house, like, what do you think it is? I, I don't know. I mean, do you think there's multiples? I would like to think that, you know, whatever you're feeling, whatever you sense is, is, is a good spirit, somebody that's there just looking over you or, but I, I don't know. I mean, those, those dreams that I had, whatever they were, did, like I said, didn't make me feel good. Yeah. It, it was, it scared me, it scared me to the point I'm an adult and I didn't want to sleep in my own room. Yeah. But you know, this hasn't happened in quite some time. So except for the other night again, but you know, I try to take it as though maybe it's because I was, you know, I took this stuff to help me sleep and I'm kind of starting to go into a deep sleep, but not quite yet. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking, but I don't know, but I do believe. Yeah. Have you, besides your house, have you ever had any other paranormal experiences or has that been the majority of it? Like, I feel like at some point we've all touched a Ouija board or we evolved. Yes. I used to do that with my sister. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think anything ever came of that. I mean, I know I sound like a, a boring guest. But no, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, I can't. I'm, I can't really think of anything else. Have you, um, do you have like a place that like is on your bucket list? Like a spooky place that like you want to see? Um, well, we went to Salem. That was one of them. That was a good time. A little crowded, a little crowded, but it was good. Can't think. I can't think of anything else. Like, would you ever want to see the Amityville Horror House? Would you ever want to see? I don't know. The Conjuring House. You know why? I don't know because the more I see these things and I watch these things and listen to these things, that I don't want to go to a place like that and bring something back with me. Smart. The whole Gettysburg thing we were talking about. Oh, gosh. that's enough in itself. You don't know what you can take back with you. Poor, poor you and Mike. I'm like, after we had our Gettysburg experience, we went right to your house. Like <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I was I thought it was funny. Oh my gosh. I, I heard my mother-in-law can confirm that we literally left what it was. But like, I heard the voicemail on your phone. Yeah. I heard the woman laughing. And that's funny because like me and the what did I want to say the voicemail itself deleted but somewhere we still have the recording and I thought that was so funny because I was like I just had a feeling that that was going to happen because we had tangible evidence and that was a cackle that was a scary ass laugh creepy yeah it was kind of creepy and like I don't remember who I was telling that I told the story on the podcast. I want to say I think it was when I was on with Sean Austin. Um, and he's yeah, it was because he said he also loves Gettysburg. And I said, Have you ever stayed at the Gettysburg Hotel? And I told him what happened. And I was like, it was like mimicking, like almost mocking, and that felt evil. And I asked him, I was like, I always like ponder the question of when we were in Gettysburg and that thing happened at the Gettysburg Hotel. For me, like, I was like, there's, like, there's a lot of spirit lives lost here, Mm -hmm. but in my head, I'm like, there's probably some dark stuff here too, due to the fact that people come here and dabble. Yes, yes. And he was like, like, he agreed. And I said, you know, I I hope that makes sense. But like, truly, like, when you think of Gettysburg, it's a very sorrowful, sorrowful place. And it's sad. It's somber because all these young lives, you know, um, Jenny Wade, who was one civilian, you know, dead. And then you have like a place like Saks Bridge, which I have seen like ugly shit there. I've been there with Matt. Um, I saw some sort of weird, I don't want to say like a dragon, but it, the way that it presented itself to me was it was this ugly like just nasty creature that sits on top of the bridge and it just lurks and so I've seen some really nasty things at Saks and I feel like there's things there that are kind of just like hang around yeah like residual energy um but I just feel like there's so much that is done through dabbling 
and just through people going there to do like EVPs and all that. Like good that's stuff. why you asked me if I'd want to see the Amityville house or go to the. Yeah. <laughs> I believe so much in all of that stuff that I wouldn't want to go see something like that because really, what is my intention for going there? True. Why am I going there? True. What, what I, 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 I know there's evil there. So what do I want to hear evil, see evil? I don't want to hear it or see it. Yeah. I'll watch it on TV. Yeah. But I really don't want to go there because then I that's just like what those people are doing. Yeah. It, it's it's your intention. It's what you're going there for. Yeah. What is your intent? Why why do you want to go there? Yeah. And that's was that Matt? Oh, it's the dogs. I was like, yeah. Felt like somebody's coming down the stairs. I'm like, I always do this to myself too when I film this crap. I don't um need to see it. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. It's enough for me. So, I mean, and as a kid, everybody does those stupid things with the Ouija board. Yeah, but it know? is intention. It is. It is. Intention. But. Because I think some people will get on um, a little divination tool like that and they go into it with either like they're personally going through something that's dark. But you can't even go to the Amityville house or the Conjuring house and not know that you're going there to look for evil. True. Because there's what else is in there. Yes, exactly. Um. I just, the one, like I said, the one question that I really pose to a lot of, um, especially demonologists that come on the show is, you know, I can't even like, I'm brain farting today. I swear. Sorry guys. I am totally brain farting. I had a thought and it just fleeted. I heard thunder and I was like, I lost my thought. You're talking about intent. Yes. Intent. So like, if you're going through something, you have anxiety or whatever, and then you use this, you're going to attract the energy that you're giving out. Yeah. So like, well, what is it? And I've heard it before, but they said on your show the other day, was it Ralph Sarchi that said it about the poltergeist? Yes. Oh, what is that? That was really, oh, wow. I mean, from what I've heard, poltergeists come from energy people yes and their energy they are so like negative things that are going on that cause negative energy and that's well, what causes a poltergeist is that correct is yes that correct? so like a good actually a good story and i love this story when my friend uh, robert told it to me he was basically telling me that his grandmother so he i guess his mom and his grandma are sensitive um i don't i don't know if they're mediums or you know whatnot but he was saying that they had a room in their house that they kind of called like the angry room. And so anytime that her and her husband were fighting, anytime that she was having qualms with somebody, you know, go into this room, you vent your frustrations, you yell, you get upset. If you have to take a moment alone and just release everything and then you leave it in the room. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was more of kind of, I think in their, in their defense, they were kind of thinking like, this is just a safe space for you to just be emotional but what they didn't realize was he said his grandmother started having like poltergeist activity and it turns out that between her and her husband from constantly constantly going in this room and just letting their stuff out and venting and just get like literally releasing all of that angry energy in their body they they actually like drew up a very nasty poltergeist so oh, i'm sure and I always thought that was a cool story because I'm like, if you think about it, I mean, I think he said something like 20 to 30 years together or maybe like, or married maybe. And they're doing that for 20, 30 years. Yeah. So. Well, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, like Gettysburg story, that's still creepy. But I'm glad that we had witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> um. But what I, so, oh yeah, so what I was getting at with the whole Gettysburg thing too was um, Sean Austin kind of corrected me and I was glad that he did because I didn't know this. I mean, I knew that like, I don't feel comfortable. I like keep saying the word, the D word. It just sounds so like what, demons. demons. Yeah. Demons? yeah I, I don't know. It just doesn't roll off my tongue. So I'm going to, I'm going to call them D's. So yeah. when like I always knew like these feed off of pain and suffering. What I didn't realize though, is through pain and suffering and kind of what we were talking about, like how something can create poltergeist energy. Mm -hmm. When there's somewhere where mass death has occurred or sadness, or he basically said that that itself could cause like, could call in some 
darker stuff because that's what they feed off of. So it's kind of like an all you can eat buffet. So why would they not manifest there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a place where like great sadness, great sorrow, great loss of pain and suffering. I don't even think it's that sometimes. It's like the devil is always there. Yeah. Devil is always lurking. Demons are demons. I'm gonna say the devil. These <laughs> because that's what it is. Yeah. Just waiting for something to happen. You know, it's like that scene in the Passion from Passion of Christ. And he's just lurking. When you see that, yeah, just lurking that through thing. the crowd, watching, just watching and waiting and waiting and thriving on all that negative, just waiting. And it happens all the time. So, think about when you're a child of god though so i'm saying it's your intent yeah if you go looking for it you, you can find it <laughs> well but, you know it's funny because uh bishop james long actually said that yesterday he said don't be surprised i asked him i said have you ever been to these popular like amityville um what else did i use the conjuring like i said have you ever been to like these like houses like that notorious houses and he was like um yeah he went to waverly hills sanatorium sanatorium. i was like the one with the body shoot that always freaked me out so he said yes like he's gone to these places but you have to keep in mind like if you go searching for evil Mm -hmm. like don't be surprised if you're gonna if you find it if it shows up and he essentially said, you don't know the because chance it's there all the time. It's yeah. always there. It's yeah. a matter of whether you let it in or not. It pounces on vulnerability too. Yeah. So I just think that, yeah, I don't, I think that like the more that we kind of put faith and God back into our lives, mm-hmm. the devil's not going to be held at such a high standard. Cause like, that was something I also talked about, um, that on last night's episode was the fact that I just feel like since we've strayed and we've taken God out of so much of our lives, I've noticed there's been a mass increase of like really shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, I won't, I don't even watch the news or anything like that, but it always finds a way onto my phone. And I'm like, there's just terrible stuff happening all the time. And I do feel like some of that too, like not to get too deep, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if the devil like pushes that out there and pushes the media and all that stuff. Um, to kind of like, I mean, their sole goal is to wear you down and to make you not believe and not have faith because mm-hmm. that's the strongest yep. that you'll ever be. So like in my head, I'm like, I wonder if you know, kind of sounds conspiracy theorish, but like if the devil's behind media, if it's behind technology and like stuff like that, because I, I feel like negative and evil, I would say is, I would, I would think it is. If it's not positive. Yeah. What could it be? True. True. I mean, it's not like we have to live in this bubble and pretend like everything's perfect. No, because but... you need the balance, but at the same time, when I'm waking up and but I'm some of the stuff you're seeing is just evil crazy yeah evil. yeah and so that's kind of like I don't know it's just my thought process on that I was like thinking about it and, um I feel like we have to like kind of include Mike in on this situation we gotta start bringing him in we should because he doesn't believe you know he's he does but he doesn't he's gonna tell you he doesn't believe but there are times where Every once in a while, I think I can break through and he'll listen to what I'm saying now. And he sounds like he might believe, but not often. I think we should get him in here. All right, everybody. I'm going to text my husband. We're going to bring Pops in. This should be interesting. What do you think his reaction is going to be like? <laughs> I told you he's going to be like, He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get on the podcast and be this, this. Yeah. and they're gonna be like, Mike, do you believe in ghosts? He's gonna be like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, I just, I'm gonna crack up laughing when he gets up, like on here, because I want to hear like. So I guess you believe in it depends. I mean, people have different beliefs. You know, I mean, I I was raised Catholic. My beliefs, you know, there's life after death. Mm-hmm. you know you go into a better place after that yeah. you know i would like to think that when you're there and you're happy and you're wherever, you can still watch over your loved ones yeah so there's that thing you know that energy yeah you're not 
gone yeah you've just moved on to a better place yeah, i mean it true. says like energy can't be day, but yeah, yeah. It says energy can't be destroyed only transferred mm-hmm. so that's why like when i hear certain things so I like even spirits yeah especially like in car- uh, reincarnation and things like that i think that's pretty profound too like i feel like some people do get kind of a second go like if they haven't quite i don't I don't know too much about reincarnation. Really? Yeah, I don't know too, too much about it. It's uh some good stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because like, I mean, is it that follows... like a thing that the church? No, I don't. I don't I know. I don't think so. I, I mean, I went so. to Catholic school. I don't remember. That's more Buddhist. I think I it is. Say. Yeah, I think it is. So, all right, Mike, coming in. He's standing in the shadows. He's thinking whether or not to run. <laughs> Go ahead, introduce yourself. You got to talk into it like this, like at it. Oh boy. Hi. What's your name? Hi. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm part of the fam. And he's a skeptic. Oh yes, I'm a skeptic. But I'm willing to learn. All right. So what? What are your thoughts on ghosts? Uh. Talking to the microphone. I'm not too sure about it, to be honest with you. I have no idea. I hear you all talking about it, so I don't I don't know. So so we're kind of swaying you is what you're saying? I didn't say anything with swaying me, it's just I I don't know. I don't know, Don. I don't know if I believe any of that stuff. But go ahead. I'm willing to listen to you. Okay, so tell us why don't you believe in it? What means seen one? Okay, so you've never had a paranormal experience. Nothing that wasn't just a little odd that maybe you couldn't make sense of. A paranormal experience? Like what? What's that mean? Like your underwear cleaning <laughs> themselves? I've had one of those, yes. <laughs> yeah. well, what about the time we, we got the, that, that thing on Mike's phone? We were playing around with it. You heard it. Yeah, but I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, okay. You heard it. No, like, what, was sure. what was that? I'm not too sure. About it. <laughs> so... I, I, you know, look, I'll go one step. I don't know too much about it, but the folks that you have interviewed, I find them very interesting. You know, so I mean, do I believe in uh, evil spirits? Yes, I believe uh, these guys will have to have uh, exorcisms. Yeah, I believe that. Okay, so then you'd have to to a point. If that's like somebody trying to get rid of an evil spirit then you must believe that there's something there. What are they trying to get rid of if there's nothing there? Uh, see, that's just it. I don't know. I, I, I want to believe it. You know, Some of these guys that you interview here, I, I, I tend to believe what they have to say, but I'm not totally convinced. Okay, so this is the turning point in this podcast where we are going to try and make a believer out of Mike. Yeah. <laughs> So does he know all the stories about your house? Have you told him all of them? The dreams I had? Well, just everything. And he thought I was crazy when I told him, yes. Yeah. And you've never had to experience there? What's going on in my house? <laughs> oh, man. I sense a hint of a... Uh... I told you about the dream I had. You knew that. Yeah, it's a dream. It's brain diarrhea. Come on. <laughs> no, brain diarrhea is a hot dog flying a kite, skiing down like an <laughs> alpine mountain. That's brain diarrhea. It's a dream. That's all it is, right? Yeah, until you open oh. your eyes and there's uh, like something sitting What'd on you your see? pillow. I didn't really see anything. Is it Casper? What'd you see? I just felt it. You seen what? I didn't see anything. I just felt right, it. That's what I'm saying. Could, the house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. This is news to me. <laughs> what are you guys going to surprise me here or something? Am I going to find something out? Let me tell you something. The you funniest person, something. the funniest person to watch have a paranormal experience, hands down, would be him because he would come home and he the chairs would be through, like, he can't even go through Frightland. I can't go through Frightland. <laughs> yeah, it was not. A I good don't time. like spook houses. I don't like haunted houses. I don't like any of that stuff. Okay. There's ghouls and goblins and all that stuff. I'm not, they get, I get the creeps. So why, why, why don't you like it? And why do you get the creeps? If it, if it's not real, if it's not true, if it's nothing to be well, afraid those are of. actual people that are trying to scare you. I don't want to be scared. But you don't, you don't like watching. 
No, I don't like that stuff. And literally, I, I just want to announce this to everybody. After every ride we went on, Mike was like, all right, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to have a heart attack on this one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. That's right. I'm and not like doing one that more, stuff. one more. You're like, all right, guys, seriously. I'm not doing one. that. I can't take much more. <laughs> freak tapping me on the shoulder looks looks like he had a bad car wreck. <laughs> Leave me alone. You guys want to know? What do you want to know? My house is haunted. Is that what you brought me in here for? <laughs> I didn't say that. We didn't say. Choked to death on this that. podcast. Taylor said that. She always felt something too. I don't know what. What she feel? <laughs> We've all okay. I got, a, I got a pantry now. What she feel? A bag of potato chips. I mean, come on. <laughs> the hiccups. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, what? I guess. Okay, let me try and pose it this way. It's a nice microphone. Thanks. <laughs> Do you know what it's called? No, but it looks like something out of. Uh... And Johnny Carson had this thing. <laughs> it's pretty nice. All right, go ahead. Um, what was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought on that one. You you believe in life after death, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I knew what I was gonna okay. ask. So if you believe in life after death, mm-hmm. you believe that there's you have a spirit, your yes. energy goes somewhere else. Yes. What makes you think there's not spirit? Well, I'll tell you what, in light of settled what, and having crossed in light of what I heard. The other podcast you had with that other gentleman about spirits and all that other stuff makes yeah. you makes you think. You know, if you're stuck in between or whatever, who's that guy who was on there the other day? Which one, Ralph Sarchi? Yeah, I think that's the guy. Was it Ralph? Or was it the other one? Or Sean Austin? No, the first one. Um, Ed Lorraine Warren's grandson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris when McKinnell he was talking think, about. Yeah, he was talking about suicide and if you stay, you're stuck, you're stuck here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So see, there you go. So the, the stuff I listen to, what you you have to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't believe any of it, to a degree. <laughs> but yeah, my house isn't haunted. I didn't say it. Why do you keep turning around to confirm? Because <laughs> he turns around like makes eye contact. What's going on in the house that I don't know? I didn't He's like, I'm going to look for your eye to twitch. I'm going to wake up to something. <laughs> We've the now stories <laughs> I've told you already. There's only what the dreams. Yeah, see, I I don't know. We've now I could just panic stage. How do you have multiple dreams about the same thing? I've had thing? dreams too, but not like that. Like whatever you're talking, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did you ever tell them about the recurring dreams, like the one that we like made a discovery about today when I was little? Yeah. No. No. That was just something that happened when I was a kid. Like I said, yeah, but you, 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 you are going to be some... the third, either third or fourth person that has said this. Like, with, like there's like it's, it was weird because it it happened all the time where I was afraid to go to sleep, and then it tell them what it was though. The witch. This is in our house. No. <laughs> Forget our house. <laughs> we we passed the house. Pale of water laying around there. Uh, a pail of water yeah for the witch oh oh i was like wait was like she, wait are you she gonna she was no off your kitchen that was look i believe in some of it all right I, I i got it all right i listen to what you you all have to say so i mean i believe some of it i don't i don't necessarily believe in when these things popping out of nowhere i, I don't know well, there could be evil spirits, just like there's good spirits. Yeah, and good. those evil spirits are. You don't really have to convince me too scary. much. Man. I, I got it. Those evil spirits are the ones that are putting hemorrhoids on your ass. The poltergeist. <laughs> That's a poltergeist. That's hell. That is everlasting hemorrhoids. That's hell. And this is not a preparation H sponsor. Oh, oh. yeah. And if the preparation age doesn't work, you just take an ice cold wash rag. And damn hang. right. You're damn right. And it works. Are we really going to trust me? It works. Oh my gosh. Not tux, nothing. Just a cold <laughs> rag. Ice cold. Oh my gosh. This is pretty neat. I have to like catch my breath because I'm like, I'm going to die of laughter. Well, if you here. guys, uh, 
wanted to kill you. You convinced me. All right. You would you ever go? Okay, here's here's a real test. Would you ever go to like the Amityville Horror House or the Conjuring House? I don't think he knows what the Conjuring House is, but he yeah, what is that? Or even Count Dracula's castle. You know the Amityville House. He has a castle. <laughs> is that true? Do you even know the story of Count Dracula? Look, he has. <laughs> I thought that was a baloney. He really has a castle. <laughs> We need a brief intermission from He has a castle? Where? Like have you never seen the count on Sesame I Street or they all have castles? Like that. Yeah, so, what are they? Nonfiction? What do they call a stuff? No. Baloney? He had a what was Fiction. his name? Fiction. The story it was derived from. I mean, yeah, obviously. It's a story. No. Not true. But it came from his Amiville. Okay, stick to Amiville. No, not- All right, so the real question is something if we packed up the car, Conde Dracula. Oh, that's from that's from a horror novel. Never mind. I said that way too confidently. No, he has a name. Yeah. Something Dracula. I don't know. Something from Romania. I don't know what it is, but it's in Romania. That's where the yeah. Vlad III, Prince of Wallachia. Wallachia. Oh, you ain't gonna get me to go to Romania. Was it Romania? Yeah, I think so. Amityville, the Amityville thing, that house is still standing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it still haunted? Well, there's speculation, and I have two demonologists that were on this podcast that kind of convinced me, kind of pushed me over the, the teetering edge there into, yes, I So believe. it's still active. Uh-huh. And who's living it? Uh, there's a couple there, but apparently they're, they're getting, getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're saying that, like, nobody can stay married in that house. Why would you want to live there? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What? See, that's that's my point. Like, what is your intent? If well, you know, they could have been skeptics, maybe if because uh, they were. I think the most recent people were the ones that kind of like shut down the operations. The house with the doll. Because no, that's Annabelle. That's the Conjuring. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the Conjuring. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I listen to her. I don't. I don't yeah. So, um, what you will call it? <sighs> I keep losing my train of thought. The, uh, you were saying something about the, the Amityville. Oh, the Amityville. Um, yeah, so they're probably skeptics, and like compared to like what a lot of stuff in Long Island was going for, like money-wise, it probably was a steal for, I mean, the inside's actually like nice. It's a nice house, which is bad history. I wouldn't want it, and I wouldn't live in it. I wouldn't. I don't know that I could live stuff. anywhere where somebody was murdered like that. Well, and you asked him. He was living in my house. There ain't no ghost in my house. <laughs> we are definitely panicking. <laughs> Not panicking. Never heard this before. I. What do you mean? I told you about the dream. The only thing I heard from you is about your father tapping you on the shoulder. I uh, know. I didn't know who it was. I just said something tapped me on the shoulder and didn't know who it was. I didn't know it wasn't me. No one was there. I wasn't there. You were outside. And I came out and I said, anybody come in here? And you're like, no, it's so long ago. You don't even remember. No, I don't. All right, whatever. Someone tapped you on the shoulder. That makes it haunted. (laughs) Um, All right, I believe in some of you. Have you ever watched a scary movie? No, I don't really like it. All right, so we can't even ask him what his favorite scary movie is. There is no scary movies I really care for. Um, Yeah, I know. I mean, I've seen Halloween a hundred times with my arm twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Michael like we, Myers. I mean, what's going to happen? It's going to kill somebody. Right. Like we said, we're we're Halloween fans. <laughs> right. There you go. I'm not a big. Uh, He's the Christmas guy. Yeah, I, I choose Christmas over all this stuff. I, I'm not a big. He I loves, do like Halloween. I, I like Halloween. But I, he likes the Hallmark Channel at Christmas time. Yeah, I like the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. I like that stuff. <laughs> The Christmas stuff. This, this other stuff, I'm not really a big fan of. You won't catch me in a spook house. I ain't going there. No haunted spook, any of that stuff. I ain't going there. I just, it gives me the creeps. Yeah, no. It's real. It's not real. It could be real. Well, <laughs> I don't want to take up too much more of your time. You got my, I'm t- listen, I do listen to your podcast. It's a great podcast. And I do listen to what these folks have to say. And it registers some of it. Who's that Sarge guy? 
Ralph Sarchi. Ralph he's a good guy. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> that bishop you had on the other day. He sounds like, and that other guy, that, that grandson. Chris McKinnell. And the other guy. Who's the other guy? Austin. Mm-hmm. They all sound like they know, hey, better them than me, because I wouldn't know how to handle that stuff. So, would I'll take their ahead. word for it. You folks have a good night. We we're gonna I'm keep, leaving a believer. We're we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep chipping away at this. You chip away, but you believe you made me a believer. We'll see. And we'll I'll see. I'll keep listening to your podcast. Get educated. <laughs> well, have a good night. You have now met my father-in-law. This is what we're working with. We have to we have to break his back to believe. <laughs> We'll we'll get it done over time. Over time. He's I don't know. He's coming back. I don't know what's oh, yeah, okay. I gotta <laughs> trade out my beer. Oh <laughs> trade up. Oh gosh. <laughs> As he walks away making ghost noises. Um yeah, so I feel like there was a little panic there. I could hear it in his voice. I think yeah. he was he was panicking when you said the house he, was haunted. Uh, I didn't say it was haunted. I just I think he I've told him he knows about the dream because I told him I'm like it was really scary. It felt like it really happened. Yeah, he knew about that, but you know he would always make fun of me. Yeah. Um. So, like, what do you think you're going to do for Halloween this year? I don't know. <laughs> Are you going to decorate? Like, I feel like every year you always like switch it up. Well, you're just as, oh my God, you're better than me. Uh, You're better than me. (laughs) I have a different vision for this place. (laughs) I mean, it it depends. I go, I go both ways. Like the fall, more the fall stuff, not scary stuff. And, but her house is literally so cozy, like at fall time. I feel like it almost looks like a, like one of those Pinterest. Yeah. Like it just smells permanently of like pumpkin spice. <laughs> and there's just like it's glowy. Like there's like leaves and like that orange like hue and like give the twinkling lights. Yeah, I like that. It just adds a uh, a je ne sais quoi. Yeah. It's like <laughs> um all right. Well, I feel like we've been I don't even know how long we've been on here, but I don't we've... know. It's been well, fun though. It's been well, real. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll have to do like a part two yeah when i don't have so much stage fright and i'm afraid to talk i feel like an <laughs> you're, idiot. you're doing fine my throat Speech communication with not my forte in school so <laughs> um because i'm determined to like we have to make a believer out of him <laughs> even if we have to prank him he semi does he just doesn't want to admit it yeah, like I said, I did. I sent a, a little yes. bit of panic, just yes. a little bit. Um, but okay, so I have a kind of a little signature thing at the end of my show. So you say, "Let's get weird." Mm-hmm. So on the count of three, ready? One, two, three. Let's, Let's get, get weird. weird. All right, bye everybody. Thanks for tuning in.